Our Lord is the Good Shepherd, giving us the image of all shepherds. A shepherd, we often think of them as these cute, cuddly figures. When a real shepherd in the time of our Lord and ages before that and ages since have not been little cuddly figures like cherub angels that we see pictures of. That's a whole other thing. Angels as babies is one of my pet peeves. But the past, the shepherd, the one who watches over the sheep is not a weakling. He's not a coward. The shepherd is a rough and tumble figure. They're not mild. They are fierce. They are warriors. They are on guard, standing between the sheep and the wolf, be they a pastor like myself or a parent. Because the wolf is always prowling about. Or as we hear in the first letter of St. Peter, the devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, solid in your faith. For out there in the darkness prowls the wolf, but also prowls the shepherd. He's out there listening, watching, watching for the signs of the wolf ready to take action should it appear. Because wolves tend to do two things in the spiritual order. They either come in a pack or they come as a lone wolf. The pack is much easier to see coming, to hear coming. The, they call, you know, like, like in nature, you hear them calling. You see the footprints. You see the marks of the wolf. And you are on guard to stand between that pack and your sheep. And again, when the wolf comes, as it inevitably does, the shepherd places his own life on the line to save the sheep. Doesn't matter how many wolves there are. And if he's on his own against a pack of wolves, so be it. It is his job to give his life to protect the sheep. That's what a real shepherd does. In the natural order, even. Take it to the supernatural order. When the devil and his minions come prowling, seeking souls to devour and destroy, it is the shepherd who stands in the gap, who stands like Gandalf on the bridge of Casa Doom and says, You shall not pass. You shall not take one of mine. Not on my watch. We're going to kind of paraphrase it in modern language. Not today, evil one. Not today. Then there is also the lone wolf. Because that one is much more dangerous than the pack. Because that one is much more sly. Much more devious. He doesn't need the pack. He can hunt and destroy on his own. And despite the shepherd's vigilance, sometimes that wolf can slip past his vigilance. 
but he also then must be ready to spring into action at a moment's notice. For if the wolf has the sheep in its jaws, it's the shepherd's job to jump on the back of that wolf, to struggle with it, to fight it, to hit it, do whatever it needs to do to drive it off. But even in those moments, the shepherd does not desire the harm of the wolf. He desires to turn the wolf from the sheep to himself. The shepherd in those moments says, if someone's going to die tonight, it's going to be me. That's the shepherd. That's what Christ did for us. That's what we as shepherds are called to do and to be. To stare eye to eye with the wolf. To look into those black pits. Into that, that, those dark, deep wells. Into the abyss of eternal woe. And to stand toe to toe. To never back down. When you stare into the eyes of darkness, darkness stares back. But it is in those moments you must stay you may never back down from evil. Never back down from the wolf. Yes, once it is defeated, you can move to let it escape. But while the fight is on, never back down. Never break eye contact. Never surrender. Never give in. Never give one inch. shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep. The good shepherd did. And those of us who want to be in imitation of our Lord, who are shepherds, who have others under our care, are we ready, are we willing to follow the example of the good shepherd? Are we willing to go toe-to-toe with Satan himself? Are we willing to go toe-to-toe with human agents under his control? Are we willing to go toe-to-toe with just plain old-fashioned evil people? Darkness seeks to destroy. One of the surefire signs that I've learned through experience of evil isn't necessarily something blatantly obvious on the front. In philosophy, we speak of the three transcendentals, the good, the beautiful, and the true. It's also true in in faith. Anything that attacks that which is good, anything anything that attacks that which is beautiful, anything that attacks that which is true is of evil. It's a wolf. Be it a wolf in wolf's clothing, a wolf in sheep's clothing, a wolf in shepherd's clothing, or even a wolf in sheepdog's clothing. Beware them all, but especially the wolf and shepherd's clothing. The wolf is sly. He is sneaky. Be on guard. Always vigilant. Always ready. Always ready to fight. To stand firm for our Lord and to protect the sheep. Be it myself as your pastor, be it you as parents, 
grandparents, whatnot. We have, we have been charged to stand in the gap, to put ourselves on the line if need be. It's an honorable charge. It can be terrifying at times, but those that do their duty, God gives a strength that cannot be matched. And the angels of God come to your aid. Read the Psalms. Psalm 144, Psalm 27, uh, what was it? Psalm 137 was an evening prayer the other day. Um, but the Lord God is our strength. And greater is he that dwells in us than he who dwells in the world. And we shall never surrender to evil. May we, like the Good Shepherd, fight to our dying breath for the salvation of souls and to keep the sheep free from harm of the wolf. Because if you've ever seen what a wolf can do to a sheep in the natural order, as horrible and ugly as that is, that's nothing compared to the supernatural order, what the wolf can do to a soul without the Lord. Never let the wolf ravage you. Always be on guard. Always stand beneath the standard of the cross. Always let the Good Shepherd watch over you, our Lord Jesus Christ. And always be ready to lay down your life. Always be ready to take the wolf by the throat, look him in the eye, say, you will not harm this sheep. You will not hurt any of mine. If someone's going to die today, it's going to be 